Hey dudes and dudettes, welcome to Story Freedom, the podcast for those who are ready to unlock the cage that you have been keeping your truest self locked in and to open up that door and to truly embrace you in all of your you-ness, whatever that looks like for you. It's time to question the belief systems that you have been holding on to and release the ones that aren't even your own beliefs through the awareness of your thoughts, your stories, your emotions, and your triggers. I am the host of this jam sesh, Victoria McGinnis. Let's create your story freedom. Hi, friend. So before we dive deep into this week's episode, I wanted to fill you in on a little thing that I've been working on. And I put together a free gift for you. And it is my three-step guide to taking your power back in the rewriting process. And it is called Everything is Rewritable. It is my free gift to you, a free downloadable guide for you. And I am so excited to finally have created this and to be able to offer it to you. You know, our life story, we can't change it. We cannot change the past. But the thing that we have freedom to choose over is we can either let our life story define us or you can let it redefine you. And for the longest time, I let my life story define me. I was literally a victim to it until I figured out and I took the time to redefine it by rewriting my limiting stories. And that that is like the most empowering thing I could have done for myself. And I am just so honored and grateful to be able to offer this rewriting process to you because you can rewrite everything. Everything is rewritable. You can get your free guide at victoriamcginnis.me slash free gift. That is my new web home for just me and what I'm trying to do in this world. And that is www.victoriamcginnis.me slash free gift. I can't wait to hear how this guide has helped you. And I hope that you enjoy this week's episode. Hey dudes and dudettes, welcome back to another episode of Story Freedom. And today in the guest spotlight, we have Erica Ballard. I always, I just nailed my, nailed it. I liked it. (laughs) But I second guessed myself for a second. So, (laughs) but I'm super excited for this interview because I met Erica at True You Live. She was a speaker on stage and just her vibe, her outfit, like just everything she looked banging up there and she talked about a story of where she was like insecure which I feel like we all are but I like saw that ass and I was like how are you insecure with that like that is amazing right there (laughs) I'm loving that this is how I'm ending my day like yes thank you you're welcome (laughs) but um and then also the music choice that you had like it just finally I felt uh, seen and heard in my musical taste because I've always been into like the rap genre if you will but I've never heard of inspiring rap and so the song that you played was change and I was like this 
is what I am, you know, like I struggle with that change, but I want to change kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So it was just, just everything. I just connected with you on a, like a energetic level. And I'm just super excited that you're here and to have this chat. So thank you for joining us. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I'm so pumped. You dealt with me going through traffic and construction and all that stuff. And I am just, I really am so honored that you would even ask me to be on this because I agree. I think we connected on an energetic level and you're such a light and I'm just excited to have this conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) So um, for those who don't know you, could you tell us a little bit about who Erica is? Sure. So by title, my title would be I'm a healthy living expert and the, in what I do or what I say I do, and I think I do it, is I help people optimize their performance through food and stress management. So I really help people essentially live their best life um, because I believe that at the foundation of a best life is uh, true health. Um, mm-hmm. Not the, no, not just shit all over macro counting or any of that stuff, but it's like, I just look at health very holistically and I think it's so important that we have this freedom around food in order to allow us to have the freedoms that we want in our other worlds. And so mm-hmm. um, my story, and I know you heard it, but I'll, I'll repeat it just briefly, is the reasons, my friend asked me this today when I was, we were doing a podcast, is what makes you an expert on this? What are your credentials? And I was like, yeah. dude, what makes me an expert on this is I fucking lived it, right? Like yeah. I hated the way that I looked and felt for a really long time. And I was so confused as to why, because I did all the quote unquote right things, drank the shakes, ate the bars, followed the guidelines, all of that. And yet I'd wake up every morning trying to hide my bloat, trying to cover up pimples that I had no idea why they existed on my face and like get my energy up and then play the game of like, how long till I could eat again? Right? Like, this is the thing that I did forever. And instead of saying, oh my gosh, this methodology must be off because I've tried this thing a thousand times and failed, I said, you're the problem. Mm -hmm. And like long story short of it, right, is I figured out that I wasn't. Um, You know, credentials, I went to Tufts Medical and still didn't get the answer. But then I went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition to get my certified health coaching, um, a certification in health coaching at um, IAN. And (laughs) my world (laughs) changed. I was like, hold up. Food, stress, and sleep matter. Drinking some water can solve some stuff. <laughs> I'd work in healthcare and public health for a decade, and we would talk about it, but we never knew how to institute it or implement it. And mm-hmm. the way that I was able to figure out how to do it didn't feel hard. I wasn't pushing. I wasn't striving. I was showing up to live my life and showing up to make myself feel good. And like in six months, right, my pants fit. In a year. I was likable again, like, like <laughs> around me. Uh, and I was like, this, to get here, it looks different than everything I've ever sold. Because like I said, I was in public health and healthcare and corporate wellness. So yeah. I had to leave. Like, I feel like the universe ejected me and said, sorry, you got to go now and you got to teach people how to do this. Yep. And that's what I've been doing for the past two and a half years is really showing people how do you live healthy with a nine to five that's never nine to five? Because that's how I got healthy. Mm-hmm. And then particularly for entrepreneurs, how do you optimize um, your, your life through food so you can work the long hours, so you can get after your dream, whether it's like a side hustle or elsewhere? Mm-hmm. I like that. And I just remembered that when you were talking about 
going into the like health field and all that stuff, like doing it the traditional way. And then you realize that, you know, no one's talking about this. And I actually had a conversation with a dear friend where um, she was talking about doctors and I could be completely wrong because I've never gone to school for it, but they only get like one class on nutrition and they only get like classes on prescriptions, medication. And that to me is terrifying. So I, and like, I've gone that down that rabbit hole myself. And as a mom, I obviously am scared because it's like, when something happens to my kid, I have to take it to the doctor or like something like that. And it's just the trust value isn't really necessarily there anymore because you just don't know what you're getting into anymore. And after knowing that and kind of going down that path, I'm just really glad that you're talking about nutrition in a way that needs to be told because I didn't know. And just seeing your posts and talking about like the food and the two F's and the two P's, right. Mm -hmm. And like making sure that you have that. Cause that's also me where I eat something and then like fi literally five minutes later, I'm hungry again. So it's just, it's crazy how out of touch we are when it comes to our bodies and what we need. And like, obviously drinking water is the necessity, but a lot of us don't think about it. And so it's just, it's crazy. And it's just great that you're talking about it and you're helping people do that. Do you mainly work with just women or is it both? So it's men and women. And I think there's two things I just want to say before mm -hmm. diving into that is first, it's yeah. like with doctors, you're right. They don't get that much training at all in nutrition. Maybe like one class or a couple hours. And I think that paradigm is shifting a bit because people mm -hmm. are starting to understand how important it is. And I, I always feel bad knocking doctors because yes. I think people come in to it wanting to do the best that they can, but the system set up not to allow them to do so. Mm -hmm. And then like anyone else, you get in your ways and then that's it. Right. Yep. And mm -hmm. that to me is what makes it so scary because modern medicine has its place for sure. Like if I had cancer, I want to be in America, right? Like things mm -hmm. like that nature, but these basics we just forget about and we forget about the fact that the reason we want to get healthy is because we want to live our best life. Like mm -hmm. we are to get healthy, not as a burden, but more so to really allow us to step into who it is that we're meant to be. And until we flip that switch in our mind of like, Oh, this health thing, it's to actually have fun. Yeah. Um, we, we can't really do it because it's like the two P's, two F's, right? Fat, fiber, protein, and produce until we learn these different like combinations and how to do it. Yeah. It's a little work up front because you don't know this and you have to yeah. unlearn and mm -hmm. then relearn what you actually intuitively know. Mm -hmm. It takes some time, but because you intuitively know it, it takes a lot less time um, because our bodies our bodies are always communicating with us. Mm -hmm. They have, they hold so much wisdom. And if we can learn how to actually tap into it, we're in such a good space, but we have numbed out mm -hmm. for a variety of reasons. And so for me, that's the thing. The reason I feel so confident about it to answer your question, um, I work with men and women and mm -hmm you know, the manifestation of disease or issues around food are, are different for everyone, but they're particularly different for men and women yeah. as women have a different, um, we have different baggage thrown away by everybody, right? Yes. Like, yes, we create our own, but like, we have a lot of help to do mm -hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> Tons of help by culture, society, and family. Yep. Um, but you know, 
male or female, we have our shit, we have our issues and our bodies are there to support us that in the best way that they can. But sometimes we have to train it and other times we have to train ourselves to listen to it because this thing wants to keep you alive if you're willing to dig in and and listen. Yeah. I think my biggest struggle with the listening part (laughs) is the uh, cravings is like when I listen, it's like, okay, what do I want? Cake. All right, let's go get cake kind of thing. Like, you know, it's the cravings. And I can't remember if it was you or somebody else, but it's like our gut holds on to data. So what we put in, I think it's actually you on stage, like where, (laughs) where our gut, (laughs) yeah, takes in the data. And so what we take in, it's going to crave like at certain times of day. And it's just crazy that I guess all the time I just eat cake apparently because that's always what I want. Or like if I'm super stressed, I'm like, I need to get out of here. So let me feel my body with like quick sugar to just bolt <laughs> kind of thing. Well, the stress, so what's two things are really interesting of what you said is one, mm-hmm. when it comes to sugar, right? The thing that's important for people to know is when you're stressed out, you will always crave sugar because you're biologically designed to crave sugar in times of stress. Because gotcha. your body's like, this bitch is about to fight or run for fair, <laughs> right? And yeah. so- it's going to be like quick energy, quick energy. And it's like, oh, she eats cake. Cake's quick energy. Go get it. Yeah. Put it in your system. And so you're not even really thinking with your brain or like you're thinking with like the reptilian part of your brain that's like <laughs> survival. And yeah. so you want to get the cake. And then the other piece of it too is what you put in is what your body thinks is safe and good um, mm-hmm. and what you know. But that's why I think when, when not even when I think, when you're getting healthy, what I always recommend is pick the foods that are healthy that you like and start to eat those and then build on because in three weeks you can shift your palate. So if you like spinach, like most people end up liking like carrots, sweet potato, spinach, and like, I don't know, like blueberries or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Eat that shit, eat that. And then you will start to like the foods that are in the family of carrots and the foods that are in the family of spinach and the foods that are in the family of blueberries because you're shifting the palate to allow you to do that. Like I tell people all the time, I used to hate beets. Like I used to hate them. I thought they tasted like dirt. Yes. <laughs> do anything about like, I put them in smoothies, I'd slather them in butter and cheese. And I'm like, why do people like this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I started eating chard and quinoa, which are in the family of beets. And cause I, I loved quinoa and then, I, oh, and then kale and then chard and then beet. Now I love golden beets. I also like I them with cheese, them, with dressing them, like just roasted. I love them, but it took me, because I really hated beets, like yeah. six months to get there. Yeah. But it's because I had to like literally shift my entire palate, but I didn't do it by forcing beets down my throat. I did it yeah. by like eating the things that I like that happen to be healthy and then allowing my body to take take over for the rest okay. of it. Okay. So would you say like doing the whole palate, like rearranging or reacclimating your palate to different foods, will that lead to the intuitive, like knowing of what your body needs in the terms of like going for the healthier option? Or like when you talk about intuitive eating, like what do you mean in that sense? Yeah, there, that's a lot of it is like, once you start to shift your palate, what you, what your body actually likes will be very obvious, right? So like you like, like you might 
not like sweet potatoes. I don't know who doesn't like sweet potatoes. I but love like, sweet potatoes. Right, they're so good. Um, but let's say we don't like them, um, even though we like all these other vegetables, mm-hmm. then that's not for you. There's probably a reason that you don't you don't like it. Your stomach, it doesn't feel good in your stomach or something happens. Like what I find is that if you if you start to eat clean, right, if you start to clean up your diet, your the communication between your brain and your gut um, enhances. And so then you're able to figure out and listen to what feels good and what doesn't. Like I have had clients who crave sweet potato and goat cheese and things like that during certain periods of the menstrual cycle, which Mm. makes perfect sense, or who just fucking don't like tomatoes. So weird, right? But turns out when they eat, they're actually allergic to nightshades, have been their whole life, but have been eating Italian forever because that's what most of us grew up on, right? Some Mm -hmm. form of SpaghettiOs or, you know, hamburger helper or whatever. And it's like, they intuitively don't want it. And then when they have it, they can actually end up tasting. Like I have one person who, who tastes metal, right? When she eats a nightshade, a vegetable, she can literally have like the metallic taste. But because we grew up on potatoes, because we grew up on tomatoes, because we grew up on these things, we blocked it out. And then when you remove it, um, you know, it's like, you look at dogs, you know how some, this is horrible, like, but we're all animals, right? Yes, it, yes. Some dogs won't eat everything given to them. Like sometimes they will, but if you give them an apple, no. If you give them certain meat, they're like, no. But if they like the meat or they like the um, food, they'll eat it. But like they'll say no when they're not hungry. They'll say no um, to certain things. It doesn't, I know not everyone's dogs do that, but they initially do that. Um, And that's the best advice, like example I can think of right off the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah. I like that because I, I feel like, in this day and age, like uh, along with everything else, like on Instagram, there's like an overabundance of like health coaches out there and like healing coaches, like they're, we're all doing it, you know? And it's just, it's interesting to see the different, um, um, practices, if you will, if that's the right word, like of what people use. And so I like your approach on it where it's like, okay, what is your body telling you? How do you react to certain foods? And like, let's try it and then take it away to see how your body reacts to that. And I just, I appreciate that. Cause then you're starting to question like, okay, what's, what's up with this vessel I got going on. And instead of looking at her diet, let's look at my diet. And if sweet potatoes work for me, it it works for me. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't mean I'm broken. It just means my body reacts to it in a different way. And I think that's the root of it is if something doesn't work because it's working for them or everyone else, we're broken. And it's not that. It's just we're being called to do something different and show up in our own unique way. I I, I couldn't agree more. I, that, I, I tell people when looking for experts and people that they want to follow or influencers or whatever, just find someone that's living the life you want to live. Like mm-hmm. for me, the people that I tend to work with and call in are people who don't want to fucking count macros and who want to just eat the salad without all the head trash that goes with, um, with dressing on the side, croutons, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I personally want to just get up and be able to make decisions that are best for me all the time, no matter the circumstance in which I'm at. Mm-hmm. Not everyone wants to do that. Like yeah. my husband loves counting macros. I'm like, that sounds miserable to me, yeah. like straight up miserable. But some people really enjoy it, and it's a, it's it's a good thing for their mind. And other people um, prefer like meal planning and things like that. I don't think that there's a, a right or wrong, but what I do think is that there is a right for right now, mm-hmm. and that what people the reason I'm so big into the intuitive intuitive piece is because what works for you now may not work for you then. Yes. And so I just want people to understand that they, they're allowed um, 
they have the permission, right, to change what they need as they go. Because it's like, before you had a child, right, your needs were different Mm -hmm. and your life was different. Then you have a baby and you're like, well, thank you for changing that, right? It's like, and some of it's amazing and other of it, you're like, oh, but, Um, and, and you just have to maneuver. And then when your kids one versus 16, right, you get a different level of freedom. And so we, like, we know this, but we don't ever think about it when we apply it to ourselves and our bodies with food. But it's like, yes, you have seasons everywhere else in your life. Why wouldn't you have them with food? Yes. Hey, dude. So I wanted to just pause this episode real quick to let you know what services I offer because you might not even know what I offer. And so I'm excited to share this with you. So I offer tarot tea sessions that's right hell yeah i do so i offer three versions of the tarot tea session so i offer a three card pool i offer a seasonal tarot tea session and i offer a birthday tarot tea session which i am like wicked excited for all of these because i just kind of i intuitively wing it through the reading just to kind of feel out your energy and see what you need, what guidance, what kind of tea you need to sip that the universe has been trying to tell you. And so I just take this opportunity to connect into you and connect with source to give you the guidance that you are desperately needing and you might have been ignoring because every time I do a personal tarot tea session for me, it's always shit that I've seen and felt, but <laughs> haven't actually like looked at. So I'm wicked excited to be offering this service to you and to be offering this kind of guidance for you. So, as you may have heard, we have a new web home. We, as in me, just me. (laughs) So I have a new web home. So for the Tarot Tea readings, it is www.victoriamcginnis.me slash tarot tea. And to kind of give you an inside look on what these tarot teas are and what people have said, I have a review that I want to share with you from one of my very first clients, Caitlin. And I'm just, you know, just want to take this time. I'm sending you so much love, Caitlin. And this is what Caitlin had to say about her tarot tea session. I listened to it and then just had to sit on the information because girl, it was so insightful and exactly what I've been thinking, just haven't really accepted. But hearing it come from you and the cards, I just had to sit on it and listen to it quite a few times just to really accept it. Honestly, I'm still working on accepting it, but I know what has to be done. Thank you so much for that reading. It's honestly really what I needed to hear and I absolutely loved how you recorded it for me. It made me so, it made it so much more personable. Mm. Thank you, Caitlin. Thank you for that review. And I'm just so glad that you trusted me to read the cards for you. And I'm just so honored. Yes. So I cannot wait to further connect with you for your reading. And again, you can head to www.victoriamcginnis.me slash tarot to schedule your tarot session today.
Yes. I'm like really glad that you said that. Cause I feel like that was the pill I needed to swallow. Like, <laughs> cause I, I feel like with food for me, like it's something that I can control quote unquote control. And there are seasons where I want more of like the feel like the filling stuff, like the rice. And like, I feel like that's the hibernation mode. And like, I notice that when I want more of the, the rice and the beans and the stuff like that, like it's, it's cause I'm not feeling good and I just want to sleep. Like I, I need that rest period. And then when I want more of like the fruits and the all that stuff, which I feel like is very rare. But when I want that stuff, I'm just more like high vibe. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's do this. So it's very interesting that looking back on my food journey, I guess, um, that it's all, it all depends on what's going in my mind, like what's going on in there. And my body is reacting to that. And my gut is a part of the body. So it's like, it's just reacting to what's going on mentally. And it's just very interesting and crazy that like, I've lived 26 years and I've just never realized that my mind and body are connected and food go, goes with that. Like, it's just crazy. <laughs> it's, you forget like your neck and bre- your head's connected to your body. Right. And like, yeah. but we just, we don't think about it. And the other thing I would say is not only are you reflecting, not only is food sometimes, sometimes reflecting what you're thinking, but sometimes the food is there to give you what you need. So like when you're mm-hmm. eating rice, when you're eating, um, potatoes, when you're eating heavier carbs, you need to, it's like your body's like rest baby girl. Cause mm-hmm. like, that's what carbs do. They make you tired. They make mm-hmm. you slow down and there's nothing wrong with it. It mm-hmm. just, it's just what it does. And so sometimes you need that. Like I, I truly am of the belief and people think I'm crazy and I don't really care at this point that like, <laughs> I love you're crazy by the way, <laughs> is that when you get sick or these things happen, it's, your body's way of saying slow down. Like when you get indigestion, when um, you get too bloated or too full, it's like your body is trying to say, it's time to stop. Mm-hmm. Like you won't listen. So I'm going to shut you down. Yep. And people try to push through it. And it's like, no, honor the innate wisdom of your body and it will give you back everything mm-hmm. because- it is your life force. Without this thing, you cannot move forward. So when people don't take care of themselves or feel like they can't take care of themselves, it's it breaks my heart because I know that they can and that they what they're capable of is literally inside of them mm-hmm. if they would just allow them like a, like a nurture themselves through food, rest, movement, sleep, these basics. Um, because the reason you're down and out in the first place is because your body's like, no more, you got to figure yeah. something out. Like yeah. <laughs> that's, well, that's what I think, girl. <laughs> yes. That's the tea right there, really. And it's very true. Like, so side story really quick. I got sick on Christmas and I had like a long to-do list to do after Christmas. And I was like, damn it. Like, I know this is the universe telling me to stop what you're doing and just rest. But obviously, like, I listened in, like, little glimpses. But now my cold is, like, still here. And I'm, like, really disgusting, like, all in the nasal region. So it's, like, all right, I get it. Like, now I know. And, like, hearing you say that, like, it's just affirming. Like, okay, that was your slowdown period. And you didn't take advantage of it like you could have. And you just decided to do something else. But... With that, like when you're talking about 
your food and how it's, it's with the carbs and like the slowing down and like nurturing your body. Like, honestly, I didn't feel like that ever. And so when I started this healing journey, I was like, okay, like now I can listen to it. And I'm starting, I'm actually starting to venture into the food portion of it and really give my body the better side of the foods instead of more processed, which has been like my whole life. And especially with family, like that's the tradition, the generational culture, Mm -hmm. but how did you see that shift for you in your own healing journey when you started working on actually showing yourself compassion and then in turn turning that into food? So I was talking with a client yesterday and I can't believe she remembered this, but when she said it, I was like, yeah, we did have that combo Mm -hmm. is, um, there's different ways to do this, but it's like, sometimes you have to love yourself before you can take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's what we were talking about is like, for me, sometimes it's like, know thyself, was it know thyself, trust, know thyself, trust thyself, love thyself. That was like the, my, I was telling her about that. And I was like, but for you, you got to start with love, girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like you got to start with love. Um, and that, that I think is honestly the missing component of so much uh, of health. Like we don't give ourselves grace. We don't give ourselves love. We don't give ourselves compassion. And that it matters so much. When I went on my health journey that began it, what I realized is instead of like my actual, the one that worked, right? Yeah. Um, is I started to look at everything as data and experimentation. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at it as a pass-fail grade. I said, you know what? I'm going to try these different things out. If they work, cool. If they don't, cool. I'm just a big old experiment right now. I love and that. Yeah. I mean, it was so transformational because I stopped looking at myself as bad or good or pass or fail or, um, you know, <laughs> you fucked up, you did not. Like it yeah. was just, hey, we're gathering data. And that allowed me to give myself so much compassion and so much love because I, I didn't give it, I didn't give myself space to be mad at me. Yeah. And that's what happens. I think in a lot of, a lot of health is we want this freedom. We want this love. We want this joy, which is what we expect when we end up being a size four or looking a certain way and all that, but we don't give it to ourselves now. Yes. And Jillian um, Bolands, who, um, runs through you live is just this like beautiful yes. beam of light. Yes. Um, she always says this thing that is so important. And she says, now is now, then will be now when then is now. So now is now, then will be now when then is now. So mm. what she's trying to say is that if you want to feel free, then you got to feel free now mm-hmm. in order to feel free then. And people don't, because your brain will chase that feeling and know it's on the right path. But if you withhold the love, if you withhold the grace, if you withhold all that stuff in route, you will try to essentially force freedom through shackles. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. You can't, you can't get what you don't, you can't get what you want by doing something different than what you want. Mm -hmm. And so that was like a really long roundabout way to answer your question. But for me, it was this realization of it can just be data. I can just decide to love myself. I can just decide to give myself grace. I can just give myself like space to have fun. Yeah. 
And as I did that, that's when I woke up in six months and I was like, shit, my pants fit differently. (laughs) This is cool. I didn't push. I just started to like myself. And that's when I tell people, um, you're releasing weight. You didn't, you're not dropping it. You're not losing it. You're literally, you're wound up so goddamn tight, (laughs) right? And so it's just, you're releasing what was there. And for me, that's what I think happened to myself. I just released 15 pounds. I, I just said, Hey, I'm going to be loose. I'm going to hang. And you know, everything fell into place. That's beautiful. Like just as you were talking, I just like feel the peace coming from you with that discovery. Cause I feel like that's my word and my theme of 2020 is just peace. I want to feel at peace with what I want, what I decide to do, what I'm doing like in my moments. And so just, and that's what I'm chasing. And I've realized that it's not necessarily the things I'm chasing, like, you know, losing 15 pounds or eating healthy. It's more of, I'm chasing the feeling of what that could bring. And obviously that comes with emotional attachment, which could also be harming and also good because then you're striving for an emotional thing. But sometimes with emotional attachments, there comes a control hold and you're just like, I just want to feel emotion, like all that stuff. But I've realized that I just want to feel peace with everything, all blankets. And so just you telling that story just made me feel and affirm what I've been feeling lately. And so um, what going through that whole journey, like what was the biggest story you would tell yourself before you started the healing? Like, what did you notice was the theme of like, what was holding you back in a sense? Girl. Okay. So (laughs) let me tell you, because I just did some work on this and I realized what it actually meant. So I think when you're unpacking your stories, it tends to be like a little Russian dolls, right? Like Mm -hmm. you open one and then you get another and then you get another. You're like, jam. Okay. Um, (laughs) So my, the story that has run through most of my life. So, right. Everyone feels like they're not enough, but it's, how does that manifest? Mm-hmm. Um, so at the core, I believe that's where everyone's shit is, but like how yeah. do you manifest in your life? And for me, it was that people won't like me. So when you get healthy, here's what's, what can feel really difficult is you become the weird one. Mm-hmm. You're ordering the kale salad. You're eating, you're pulling the meat out of the sandwich and rolling it up. Right. You're, yeah. um, saying, you know, I don't want those fries. You're saying, Hey, no, I don't need that second glass of wine. And people have comments. Mm-hmm. Well, why not? You think you're better than us? Are you trying to be healthy again? Like it's, you don't, I want to be liked, right? I'm afraid people don't like me. And then I go be healthy and then pe- like people make comments. Yeah. And what I have come to realize in a really big way is that it, it's only weird until it works. Mm-hmm. Because the moment I started to look different, my skin looked different, I started to show up different, everyone's like, yo, how, how do you say no to that second glass of wine? <laughs> how do you make those Brussels sprouts taste good? Right? Like, people want yeah. when you get the results that they want, but it can feel isolating at times. Mm-hmm. But dropping some of those people actually makes space for your people. Mm-hmm. And that was a big story for me. And what I realized just because I was like, listen, um, is when I unpack that Russian doll a little bit further, which is what I've done this, this I mean, it's the, right. It's like the new year. So yeah. 
I've been reflecting for a bit. And yeah. <laughs> is it's really just a fear of abandonment. Like I'm afraid people are going to leave. It's not even rejection. It's I'm afraid people will leave me if I continue to shine brightly. Mm. And that, because you literally glow when you eat healthy. Like yeah. your skin's on point, <laughs> your teeth look whiter for some reason, your hair is more full. Like you shine. And I realize that the more healthy I get, or even like in business, the more successful I get, I have this fear, right? That people are going to leave me. And what I realize is that A, they won't if they're my people. Mm-hmm. And B, I can't stop doing me because of somebody else yes. and their stories. Mm-hmm. So that was the big, big uncovering. And I think it's so funny because when people say, I can't get healthy, they'll be like, I just don't have time or I'm too busy. And I'm like, oh, let me tell you, the reason you can't get healthy is so fucking weird. Like it makes no sense that me feeling uh, abandonment or a story of I'm not enough is connected to my food. But mm-hmm. I will tell you that it, like family stuff, trauma, like that's your shit when it comes to food. Yeah. It just is. And until you realize that you will struggle. Yeah. Wow. Like that is a hundred percent true. Like, (laughs) like it's just, it's, it's mind blowing how we're not, we weren't taught this. Like our parents' parents weren't taught this. And it's just, we're now coming to this point that we're like realizing like, oh, okay. All of the downloads or the programming that happened when I was up until I was seven is what I've been carrying my whole life. And you were talking about how um, it's all connected. And I guess like when I started this journey, I didn't realize that and how the, so your abandonment story is the same as mine. Like that's what it's rooted to. And it links to not being enough. Like that's it. And it just made me realize that that's connected to my money stories. That's connected to my food stories, my like love stories. Like it's connected to everything. And what's funny is I'm on this generational wounds kick where this could be, yeah, this could be something that my mom or my grandma or my dad or his dad, like couldn't work through, but it's in my hands and in my possession for me to heal that Mm. and to heal this family line. And like, Mm. honestly, I think about it, like maybe my son has already picked it up and that's his own version to figure out. But like, this is my version. Like this is, I don't even want to call it a burden, but it's my baggage to bear. Mm. And like, it's just crazy. Maybe, maybe me healing is going to help my son's kids or like his Mm -hmm. wife, or like, I may never know the full effects of it. And it's just crazy to think and to know that generational wounds is a thing. And it's not, it's not, it's, it's weird until it works. Right. And that's how I feel. And my husband makes fun of me all the time. He's like, Oh, is that your generational wounds thing? And it's like, yeah, probably, probably it is, but I'm just going to go cry about it. Like for a second, like, (laughs) listen, all of this stuff, as far as I'm concerned, it's real. If it's real to you. I mean, Mm -hmm. I pull angel cards. I meditate. I do all the things. Right. Um, I mean, you, if if you're if you're friends with Jillian Bullions, like yes, yeah, like this is what the world we live in. Yes, but <laughs> it's it is so interesting because you said if I if 
if I heal, which you will, because you're, you're already putting the effort, this could help. No, it's not, it could, it will, it mm-hmm. will help because you healing helps others, period. Like period. Because if you show up differently, then you allow other people the permission to show up differently. Cause that's what we're all asking yes. for. Mm-hmm. Like myself included, when someone says, oh, it gives me language of why I'm acting the way I'm acting. It's just permission. And mm-hmm. for some weird reason, we all just need someone sometimes to say, it's cool. Yeah. You can be weird. Yeah. Like, it's cool. You can like that music. Mm-hmm. It's cool. This is kind of, like, this is my word too. Right. And it's like, oh, dang, dang, that's it. All I needed was someone to say it. And mm-hmm. when you heal yourself, this is, I mean, this is my shit. I feel like the more I heal me, the more I allow other people to heal themselves. And that's why I do what I do because me healing, I know as that, it, I know that it heals the world and not like I heal the whole world, but like yeah. I heal my world. Right. Yes. And mm-hmm. That is what holistic health is for me. It's not let's be a size two and have abs, which can feel great for some people. It's like, dang, how do we show up fully healed as best we can to help the people we love? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's beautiful. And I think like this is one of the reasons why we connected is because I feel that way too, just in a way of like healing and like giving people the permission to question their lives, question everything around them, question like the details or the big things, like question everything. And like in that way, in me doing that, I've realized like, oh, okay, I can be different and it's okay. And all I have to do is like accept myself on top of finding the people that also accept me in the truest form. And like, I feel like that's my mission is I want to encourage and guide people to become their authentic selves and be okay with it. Be okay with being weird until it works. Like you just gave me my new slogan, like literally, (laughs) like it's weird until it works. Like, and it's like, think about it. Like everything that has ever come into this world, like our iPhones, it was weird until it worked. Mm Books it was weird until it worked. Computers, it was weird until it worked, like everything. And it's like, you just gave me the permission to be weird and different and like own that, whatever that looks like. Like, yeah. uh, it's, it's fun too, right? Like, yes, it is like pulling that mask off and just being like, yo, dude, this is me yeah. right here. Like, Yes, I love heels and lipstick, and I also love Ed Sheeran, and I love NF, and I like to listen to Tupac, and like, yes, I sometimes need to eat cookies, even though I want abs and I have them, and like, it's like, whatever. Like, yeah, you can be you, and I believe when you're healthy, it allows you to be that full expression because mm-hmm. you, because when your brain are getting connected. Well, there's that, that channel. But I also, for me, right, personally, is I believe we all have a purpose. And mm-hmm. food, being healthy, clears the channel for you to download your actual purpose here on earth. Mm-hmm. So to get super woo and a little meta, right? Like, I'm like, listen, if spirit, universe, God, whatever you want to call it, right, is saying, 
boo, you got something to do and I need to talk to you about it. <laughs> if you're all muddled and numb and you can't feel it, you can't hear it. Yep. But when you're clear, your mind's alert, you're alive, like it's just like download after download after download after download and you get to move through that space. And that is why food is frequency in my eyes. And that's why health is so important. It's not that I want, I want you to be a size two or a size four or a size eight or whatever you want, like for sure. But like really, really why I want to get healthy is because you got something to do on this earth. Mm-hmm. And like, I need to make sure you fucking hear it. And yeah. so that to me at its core is why healthy is so important. And I almost, I rarely say that. So like, thank you for pulling it out of me. You're welcome. Uh, because most, you know, it's not that most people, it's just some people don't want to get that weird, right? But yeah. I'm like, listen, we got to, this is the world we live in. Like, yes. We're here for this go round, right? Yeah. And you don't want to come back having to learn the same lessons. <laughs> Dude, that is my driving motivation every single day. Like I do not want to relive the same stuff and it could like it could come worse in the next life. And right now this could be like the third go around of my spirit like okay, Victoria, we're going to get it this time because the next time it's probably going to be like life or death, literally kind of thing. And it's like, I'd much rather, I'm grateful for the life that I have now because it's like nothing, um, nothing has been life or death. It's just been, it's (laughs) in some other people's eyes, it's been easy, but it hasn't been easy, like emotionally maneuvering through it. But yeah, I'm just, (laughs) I'm ready to take this life by its reins and just show that in the fullest form of what I feel and know is right for me. And I always think back on this, like there's six point, I don't know the actual number now, but there's like 7 billion people on this planet, in this world. And it's like, are we all, are we all being called to be the same? No, we are not. We are not. And that's something that I need to remind myself daily, especially like being in a marriage, like it's, those rom-coms, man, that was my generation. And (laughs) it put the story, like, we need to be one, we need to be like one person. And it's like, no, (laughs) no, you do not. Like you are meant to be different and you are meant to show up as that, whatever, whatever that looks like and feels right to you. And it's just, yeah. And it's funny that you just said that you like you shared your mission and like, that's where I've been is like trying to get clarity on like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, like, why am I just kind of going? Like, what does this all mean? Like, I feel like this is the season of like getting clear on what my movements are and why. And it's okay to not know the why or the clarity now. Like, just as long as that's the intention, it'll come. And yeah, it it will. And Marie Forleo said this. um, She said that like your taste, the reason you're doing the thing you're doing is because your taste has always been spot on. It's just that you need to get the recipe right. And that, I think it applies everywhere. Health, like, you know what to do. You just got to figure out the recipe for you. Business. You know that, like, you got, like, you got the shit, you got the sauce, but, like, you need a little bit of time for some research and development, some R&D, just like any other company, right? Yeah. The only difference is that your R&D is paid for by you. And so, (laughs) that, and same with health, like, when you do in our personal lives and, that's the piece of it is I, I think we going back to the grace and space and compassion pieces, we just need to love ourselves through it. 
Yeah. Because there's, there is another way, but I don't recommend it. I already did it. (laughs) So it wasn't fun. Like it was miserable being married. I didn't get to see my husband as much. Right. And the reason I'm doing all of this is to hang out with him and to travel and to be with my family. And when I tried it the other way, I suffered like, and I just don't want other people to suffer Yeah, because you do have to learn some things. It will be hard at first, but it doesn't have to be hard forever. Mm -hmm. And until people really understand that it becomes a, um, it becomes that relearning, 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 smashing your head against the wall, smashing your head against the wall, smashing your head against the wall. And there is an easier way yeah. because the people at the top, the people with the, the body you want, the people with the business you want, the people with the money you want, like, here's the secret. They're not, unless they're Bill Gates. Okay. That yeah. aside. Um, they're not smarter than you. Like they're not better than you. They're not naturally more healthy than you. Like they just figured out what worked for them because we, there's guidelines to success in everything, but there is no one formula. Yep. And that to me is just, I don't know, it feels really important to share. So I yes. did. And along with that is another really important thing to tell myself is like, it's okay if that formula is different tomorrow. Like what, like you said before, what worked today isn't necessarily going to work tomorrow or three months from now. It's a season. And if your season's rapidly changing day to day, then that's okay. Like maybe, yeah, maybe you're being called to be more agile or like whatever that is in the terms of the universe. I, I do not know, but it just could be a a bigger thing. And it's just, that's the biggest thing that I have is the control where it's like, I've learned that my fear wants to keep me lazy. So I just want to keep doing the same thing over and over again and have it be different every time. But that literally, that doesn't make any sense. Like, as I say that out loud, it doesn't. So it's just, it's, it's something that is a muscle that I need to keep training and like keep doing because it's, every day is different. And especially with a kid, like, I don't know what version of my kid I'm going to get today. And like, kind of same with me in a sense. And I'm still like in that transition period of like learning, which is totally okay. But it's, every day looks different. And I'm, I'm doing my best to ride the wave of like, okay, this is what today is. And I'm going to make the best of it and in the best way that I can, you know, mm-hmm. that's all you can do. Like all you can do is the best that you can at the time that you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And uh, we try to punish ourselves for the past, but it's already done. It's already done. So yeah. do something different now so that you can be who you want to be then in the future or whatever it is. Yeah. And I'm really glad that you shared that because that is, that's deep. Like, <laughs> fuck. That, <laughs> I'm going to have to like write that down and like really say it over and over again to like get the mind to like really <laughs> register that one. Cause that oh. is, that's a struggle, man. But yeah, I am, I'm just so thankful that you were here and we are here together in this moment. And I'm truly honored and just (laughs) hearing another weirdo like myself who curses and just kind of talks the way that we talk like it just thank you like thank you for knowing you and loving yourself and showing up as yourself 
And thank you for inspiring me to do the same. And I'm just truly grateful and honored that you said yes and that we're here and we had this conversation. So just thank you so much, Erica. Oh my gosh, of course. I like when you were like, hey, dudes and do that. So I was like, yep, we're going to have a great time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it really, I'm just, I'm excited. And like I said, I, before this, I like you're a light, you're a light. And I'm excited to watch you figure it out. And I think it's such an, a blessing for other people that you are bold enough to show, to take people along on this journey and actually show them what you're doing versus waiting until everything's perfect. Yes. And then sharing. So thank you for having me. I so appreciate it. Of course. Of course. Where can people find you if they want to get to know more about you? Oh, yeah. Um, So I hang out on Instagram a lot. So at Erica Ballard Health. Um, You can also find me. um, I'm on LinkedIn because I work with a lot of corporate. Um, So LinkedIn, Erica Ballard. um, A lot of my videos are there. I'm going to start a YouTube channel next month. So come watch me. I'm about to about to say a lot of things um <laughs> so all of it's erica ballard health so all erica ballard health and then i'm actually in february launching this um course it's called the b method and it is like legitimately like i had this like aha download of like you're creating so many different things when i just literally want to give everyone the plan so here's yes. 12 steps that like you have to take to get healthy from community building to spirituality to food to stress management and it's like like it's peanuts and it's just like here take it. yeah take the thing um so if you want that or to check it out it's also at um it's erica ballard hill slash the b method and i'm i i actually it's like the first product i'm actually really excited about other than yeah. my coaching and yeah. that's a little crazy because it's taken two and a half years to get here so yeah yeah there's that too yes also thank you for giving that timeline because my mind is also like, do it now. It's going to happen now. So that's just crazy. So thank you for also sharing that. Mm-hmm. You just gave me affirmation. So yeah. yes, seriously, everybody go check out Erica. If you vibe with me, you will definitely vibe with Erica. And she's just amazing and so glad that you were able to hear this conversation and we were able to bless your little earbuds. So <laughs> until next time, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Story Freedom. And I truly hope that it has given you some clarity and some guidance on where you need to break the chains of your past and to build a new foundation of truth to stand on your truth and ultimately is helping you stay present in your current moments. I am truly so honored that you listened to this podcast and you took time out of your day to spend it with me. It's amazing. Thank you. I am also honored that you support me in this journey and that you also enjoy me as your host and the and also the beautiful souls that I bring onto the show with me. I would love nothing more than to see you, to connect with you, and to vibe with you. Come kick it with me on Instagram at Value Victoria and at Story Freedom. And if you want to work more with me, you can check out the Patreon page, www.patreon.com slash storyfreedom. Come and check out the Story Freedom movement. This movement is all about creating your own unique story freedom journey, embracing your individuality, and bringing that to life. I'm so excited. Until next time, friends, stay excelsior.